This week, we kicked off my virtual group voice coaching program called Free Your Voice, Free Your Life. And I can officially say to you, having shared the Zoom room with these people, that I have somehow gathered the most beautiful, the most delightful and joy-filled and curious human beings who happen to just know in their hearts that their voice is an essential tool on their journey toward more freedom, toward more authenticity, not only in their singing, but in the whole of their life. And yeah, I'm super stoked. I feel really privileged to be able to gather with these people every other week for four months. But today I wanted to share with you one of the exercises that I am inviting the participants to commit to during our time together. Actually, maybe inviting is a little bit generous. I'm requiring (laughs) that they do it. Like a good teacher, I'm saying do it or else. No, but seriously, we have a WhatsApp group as a part of the program, and I'm requiring that they pop into that group every week and talk specifically about this one thing, and that is their singer's date. Singer's date. (laughs) Now, you're probably wondering, do they have to go on a date with a singer? Not exactly. This concept derives from the book The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. We actually referenced this book recently in the episode I did with Ivy Eld. Um, The Artist's Way, if you're not familiar, is a program. I mean, it's a book, but it's then like a 12-week, I think, program of exercises, commitments, patterns, habits that are meant to unleash your creative spirit, are meant to unlock the ways in which your creativity gets holed up, gets stifled. And it also is meant to alert people who don't see themselves as creative to the natural creativity that is within each of us. In in the artist's way, one of the primary tools that is used that a lot of people are familiar with is something called morning pages, where you are asked to sit each morning with a pen in your hand and paper and write. I believe it's for 15 minutes. And you're supposed to write with no end in sight. You're supposed to write with no specific intention. You need not commit to any form. You're supposed to just write to write to write. And having done the artist way myself a couple of times, I will say that this is such an incredible and valuable tool although super challenging at times. Um, But morning pages is something that many people, even after having completed the Artist's Way program, like to continue to do. Okay, so that's one of the assignments throughout the Artist's Way. But the other one, which I've adapted for Free Your Voice, Free Your Life, is something that Julia calls the artist's date. And I've taken this this, uh, concept and converted it (laughs) to the singer's date. And it's simply this. One time a week, ideally for one to two hours, you take your singer self, your inner singer, or maybe your outer singer, on a date. And the date, it can be anything, absolutely anything. As long as it's not, or doesn't have to do with you accomplishing some sort of work, some sort of task, 
In fact, it's even better if it has nothing to do with any sort of creative endeavor. Like your artist date or your singer's date shouldn't be about finishing a creative task. So it's not the case that in this case, your singer's date should be to go do your warm-ups, do your exercises, or go practice songs. That is something that you do that your singer does. This is something that you do to feed your singer. This is something you do to nourish your singer. So that could mean going to a concert. That could mean going for a walk. That could mean driving to the woods. That could mean lying flat on your back listening to music. That could mean journaling. That could mean taking yourself out to a delicious meal. There's truly no right or wrong here. It is, however, worth noting that this is something that's meant to be done solo. This isn't about being social, although I'm a huge, huge proponent for you taking your singer on social dates as well. But particularly the singer's date is meant to be by yourself for yourself. By yourself for yourself. How does it make you feel when I offer you that proposition? I mean, you might be right away going, that sounds awesome. That sounds great. Yes, sign me up. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's go. Or you might be going, well, why would I do that? What does that accomplish? What am I trying to get out of this? Both of those are really reasonable and common mindsets at the outset of this idea. Julia notes in the book that one of the things that happens at the artist date most often is that people are game when it comes to their first artist date. They have ideas in their head. They're up for it. They set the time aside. They tell people that they're doing it. But by the second or third artist date, they start to question its value, its worth. Other things start to creep in that seem like they're more essential, more important. And the reason that this is so good to notice that it happens and actually to be warned of in advance is because it gets to the heart of the matter of why you would even do this. I mean, why take your singer on a date? Why prioritize your singer? Well, because you regularly don't. You don't. I mean, look, I live a very singing-focused life. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the understatement of the century. <laughs> Much of my life revolves around voice and singing and sound and sound healing and using my voice as a guide for others. But there's this piece about being a creative that very few people are committed to. There's this piece about being a singer that very few people are willing to commit to. And that is the inherent value and worth of your voice. That is the need, the desire, the essential truth of your voice. That is listening to, cultivating, nurturing, loving, being compassionate with you, the singer. In our contemporary culture, we are not, <laughs> not by any means, taught to nurture our singer. 
We are not taught to love our singer. We are, in fact, taught that our singer does not have value, does not have worth, unless it makes a lot of money, unless it has an incredible talent, unless it is famous, unless it is doing something provocative, unless it is doing something that is very widely recognized. We are taught that that part of ourselves, the singing part of ourselves, our inner singer is only valuable to us in our spare time once in a while if we can swing it. And here's the thing about this. I'm talking to professional musicians too. Because anyone who ended up making money singing, they didn't sing to make money. They ended up making money singing. And what happens a lot of times when people end up making money singing is they get disconnected from their singer. And you know what happens when we, you, me, when we get disconnected from our singer? We're not happy. Plain and simple. Do you know how many times I have had someone come to me and tell me a story about their childhood being a joyful time with their voice? maybe even into their teen years, that singing, that their voice, that playing, that being creative was an essential part of their life, was a big deal in their life. And then somewhere they got the message that unless they could monetize that, unless they could be strategic about how they were using that, it wasn't then worth continuing to pursue. And so what did they do? They followed the path which is is what we all do. We follow the path that we feel like we're supposed to follow. We want to do right. We want to set ourselves up for success. Nothing wrong with this. It's just how it goes. But then what happens? They get further down the path and they go, ooh, this is not it. This does not feel right. I have to get back to me somehow. I feel lost in this. This story isn't playing out in the way that I thought it was going to. And you know what they do then? (laughs) (laughs) they sing. They want to sing. They try to find ways to sing. They try to get back to their singer. And I love this. This is where I meet people so often. And to me, it's just a really thrilling place to encounter someone. Because this isn't just about getting back to their singer. It's about feeling like the wholest version of themselves. Recently, I got an email from a current client who had had what I could best describe as a spiritual experience with their voice. This person will know (laughs) who they are as I speak about them. But they had this experience listening to someone else sing, playing with their voice, and then feeling this life-giving energy, this sort of awakening from within that they two were supposed to share their voice in front of others. And the immediate reaction to this was to just be overwhelmed with excitement and joy, but then also to follow this up with great confusion because this person had never allowed themselves to truly think like this before. I mean, what would they sing? Where would they sing? How does this even play out? They're supposed to sing in front of other people, but they haven't done that in this way before. And so my response to that email was just a big old affirmation. Like, yes, of course, of course 
you're supposed to share your voice. I mean, inside, I'm thinking to myself, how do you not know this? <laughs> how are you just realizing this? Of course, you're supposed to share your voice. Of course. But at the same time, I recognize that we come to these deep knowings about ourselves at the perfect time in our life, at the time that we're actually able to hold the information, at the time that we're actually able to respond to the information. When we know it is when we're able to see it clearly. And when you see it clearly, you can't help but take action. You can't help but move forward. So then I said to this person, it sounds to me like you are honoring, hearing, noticing what I can best describe as the call of the singer. The call of the singer. Now, I think that this phrase is mine. <laughs> I haven't heard anyone else refer to the call of the singer. Get ready for my very first book title. Um, no, but seriously, I wonder when I say that, if you hear me say it, I wonder how it lands with you. Is it something that resonates? Is it something that you feel? The person to which I said this to via email responded back to me, basically like, I don't know what you're talking about. Is this a thing? What are you talking about? Can you explain more? And so when I was thinking about sharing with you this idea around the singer's date, I couldn't help but bring into this, this broader concept of the call of the singer. Because in some ways, they are one in the same. The you that will take your singer on a date is the you that will honor the call of the singer. Now, remember, like Julia told us, your singer's date might sound like fun until life creeps in, which happens really fast. <laughs> it happens like within a week where suddenly obligations, suddenly requirements, suddenly things that happen in the loop that you keep living in, they present themselves in a way that says, this is not worth your time. This is not the most vital thing for you to do. There are more important, more productive things to do. There are things that you can do where you will walk away feeling like you have accomplished something. Now, I suspect that a lot of this has to do with capitalism and patriarchy and a lot of the old bullshit narratives that we've been given. And I don't think it helps that social media asks us to keep sharing, sharing, sharing in a way that continues to be more and more performative, that continues to not give us the space to actually explore where it is that we are. But I also think that within each of us lies this deep knowing that if we can muster up the courage the best thing to do, the right thing to do, is to cultivate this inner sense of self, this inner knowing, this inner singer. And I think that the courage that is required of each of us to do this is what we speak to when we're speaking about the call of the singer. It's hearing the voice, the voice that was loud and clear when you were young, not asking it to keep being quiet, but rather asking it to speak up, to say what it needs to say, to sound like exactly what it sounds like right now because there's truth and value in that, to really allow itself to be heard, to really allow yourself to be heard. 
Now, the call of the singer does not have a specific outcome. And at any point in any of our lives, we thought it did. You thought it did. You know, full disclosure, senior year high school, in my like note that I wrote, I forget what the whole premise was, but you were supposed to write something about your future or something like that. I wrote that I will sing on the stage of the Metropolitan Opera in New York. <laughs> and you know what? At that, at that moment in time, that was very much a belief that I had. And it was very much at the time what I thought the call of the singer meant is that I would have success as an opera singer. But you know what? Then life happened, like a whole lot of life happened. <laughs> and it was confusing. And it really broke apart my understanding of what the possibilities were. And it turns out that the possibilities have been and will continue to be much greater than that limited idea I had of what success was. And I still have plenty of singing aspirations. And actually, even as I'm saying this to myself, I think to myself, there's a chance I could still end up on that stage in a totally different capacity than what I ever would have imagined. But that's not the most important thing to me about this. The most important thing to me about this is just keeping track of my authentic self, staying true to that which feels most truly me, that which feels like it honors my singer, that which feels like it would give my singer so much life. Yes, that is what I'm concerned with. That is what matters. Now, the second potential and necessary outcome of the call of the singer is to share your voice, to share your voice. Now, here's a sort of funny little story, and I'm going to call my partner out here, <laughs> which is fine because he doesn't listen to the podcast. He's always like, it's just about singing, right? <laughs> anyway, so when I first started teaching voice lessons and I would come home from a long day of teaching, Scott, my partner, would say to me, you know, ask me like who I met with that day. And I would always tell him and he, after every person I'd say, if they were new, he would say to me, well, what do they want to do? And I always used to balk at that just a little bit because I'm like, what do you mean they want to do? They want to sing like they want to sing. And I, I do think that that was sort of a funny little conversational quirk that he had, but I became very resistant to any conversation around that because I had plenty of people that were coming to me because they wanted to explore their voice as a means of personal growth, personal development, healing, expansion. But as I've gotten further down the road, I've started to really believe and see that beneath all of that, there is always something that they want to do. <laughs> And you might feel in me saying that some real tension, you might feel a desire to balk at me right now or feel defensive, you know, there's nothing I want to do. I just want to use my voice. I just want to play around and see what happens, which again, where you are right now, that very much might be true. But if you're really honest with yourself, if you're really honest with yourself, I can guarantee that beneath the surface somewhere, if you listen to your singer, there is a desire to share your voice in some way, in some capacity. 
you might not have the exact specifics around that, but you also might. You also might have a vision for yourself. You probably have a dream from when you were young that you haven't acknowledged in a long time. And not without good reason. I mean, life creeps in. And I don't mean to belittle any of the very real circumstances of your life. Having children, fulfilling responsibilities, showing up for others, etc., etc. It's all real. And there are seasons of life that are important to dedicate to these things. I'm thinking of my own experience in 2021 when I lost my mom and the pause that I had to put on so many things. It's only now that I can find my way back with a lightness of being that allows me to dream, that allows me to scheme, that allows me to imagine. And so there have probably been very real reasons in your life that you have not been able to truly listen to your singer, to honor your singer, to honor the call of the singer, to honor the sound of your voice and the unique and innate and noble and necessary desire to share that with others. So I kind of see the singer's date as having a few different functions. Number one, if you haven't connected with your singer in a long time, the singer's date is your opportunity to do that. The singer's date is your path back to you. For no other reason then your singer is valuable, is worthwhile, deserves love, deserves compassion, deserves care. It deserves to be known that it is there. It deserves to be seen. It deserves to be heard. Your singer has value. Your singer has worth. And you need to show it that. But if you are singing, if you are singing, this is a piece of maintenance this is a piece of coming back again and again to source, coming back again and again to knowing, the knowing within you that allows you to head down the best path possible. There will be so many reasons, ideas, situations that want to pull you away, distract you. Taking your singer on this weekly date is a way to stay connected to you. Stay connected to you. And then the last thing is, this singer's date, it's about a dream. It's about an idea. It's about a possibility. It's about imagining what it is that your singer can actually do. This is about feeding your singer so that it has the capacity to grow. So that it has the capacity to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And come out from that small space within and just make its way into an integrated part of the whole of your life. So just like my Free Your Voice, Free Your Life cohort, I'm going to challenge you to take yourself on a singer's date. I've been doing this for a long time. Just the other day, I went to the Art Institute here in Chicago. I put my headphones in and I wandered. I wandered. I wandered for two hours. And I didn't spend any more time at a painting than I wanted to. And the ones I really wanted to spend time with, I sat down right in front of. I just sat on the bench and I stared at them and I listened to whatever was playing through my headphones. And then whenever the intuitive urge was within me, I got up and I walked. 
And you know what happened after that? I didn't go home. <laughs> my singer wanted to go on a longer date, and I had set the time aside. So what did I do? I went for a walk in the park, and the sun was shining. So you know what I did then? I sat on a bench in the park. And you know what I did then? I called a friend. I called a friend. Crazy that I would take my singer on a date and then feel inspired to connect more fully with the world. Hmm. Interesting. So if you have the courage, if you have the willingness, I invite you to join us on this adventure. And if you want to, reach out to me. Tell me about it. Send me an email, davin at davinyoungsvoice.com. Shoot me a DM on Instagram at davinyoungs. Connect with me. Tell me about this idea, this concept. How is this landing for you? How does the idea of the call of the singer land for you? What does that make you think? Have you been honoring the call of the singer? And is the singer's date a way in for you? I'd love to connect with you on any and all of these ideas. And as always, if you wouldn't mind, please leave a review of the podcast. I'd love to get some more reviews going here. Some more current reviews really helps me. And honestly, it's just a way in which I get feedback too. I want other people to know what it is that I'm doing. Actually, one of the members of the Free Your Voice, Free Your Life um, cohort said they happened across the podcast. So if you're into what it is that I'm doing here, please share it with others. Please leave a review. Please tell others. Please send it as a text message. I want to inspire the world. <laughs> I plan to inspire the world to follow their voice, to honor the call of the singer, to be so good as to take their singer on a date. Okay, that's all for now. Until next time, peace.